What a night. You and I have kind of been softly talking about it since we got in the studio today, but been holding back a little bit. I barely have a voice. I feel like crap, but we'll make it through because the celebration is real. It is live. Oh, my God. Just like to be in the game last night would have been a a small victory to outright win against the Golden State Warriors, who, by the way, showed up and played well. Uh, what a performance. Yeah, it was vintage Curry, vintage Clay. You had a lot of Warrior fans in the building, but loved hearing the Magic fans drown them out in the big moments because you certainly heard the Warrior fans uh, make it known that they were there when good things were happening for the Warriors. But to watch those fans walk out of the arena sad, to see our fans walk out of the arena fired up and really have something to build off, and obviously just seeing the team be able to celebrate the way they did. Jalen Suggs, feel-good moment. We might have coaxed him into uh, that sort of performance, dare I say? Uh, yeah, possibly. You know, we just asked the question. We're simply bringing up topics. This is what you do in sports talk radio. Things happen, we talk about it, and then we project forward a little bit. And the question on Tuesday, or it was Wednesday's show, from Tuesday's performance, or lack thereof, was how close are you to giving up on Jalen Suggs? You were pretty down on him. Um, I was down on the performance, not so much down on the player. He was someone that both of us were super high on coming out of Gonzaga. I thought before we got into Palomania and all of that, I thought last year the Magic had drafted their star for the future, and then you can build around that guy. And he was hurt, and he had a rough rookie year, and then you go, okay, well, maybe he can be a piece. I don't know about building around him. Last night, he looked like that guy. He looked like the guy... I thought the Magic were getting when they picked him fifth overall, and it was so much fun to watch. And also, uh, I looked this up last night, and he's only been in the league for one and a, uh, less than a quarter yeah. of the season. He's never gone up against Steph Curry mm. because he Suggs was unavailable the first time they played last year, and then Curry was unavailable when they came to the Amway Center right. last year. So he think about this, Jalen Suggs is a year removed from college. Curry's been in the NBA for 14 years. We all look up to Steph Curry. I'm older than him. What do you think Jalen Suggs look, looks at Steph Curry as? The standard. Yeah. That, that was, he probably had a Curry jersey when he was growing up. He raised his game. You know, and he went up against him, and, and he knocked down threes in his face, and he had a big-time steal at the end of the game. You love to see it. And when we were evaluating the Oklahoma City game, we did both you know, mentioned that there were productive things that Suggs did until that final stretch of the game. And it was like, well, what's wrong with the Magic right now? We need guys to be able to show up when it's winning time. We need a guard to take care of the ball at the end of the games and put us over the top and make big shots. And it felt so far away. And then suddenly, last night, it was everything we asked for and then some. Not only was he hitting two enormous threes down the stretch, but that steal on Steph Curry as well. And the Magic nearly did sort of throw that game away. The Warriors had a chance at the end there. But well, yeah. some amazing moments in that final minute. Uh, wow. I had, a, I had a tweet from Tuesday's game. It was in the middle of Tuesday night's game against the Thunder that took about 72 hours to marinate properly on Twitter. But it's still now it's starting to come back around and it's starting to look like I'm a genius. I I put out a video of Jalen Suggs with a steal on Josh Giddy mm. and I said Suggs is a difference maker and it got panned that night after everything went awry and now it's starting to pop back up. Yeah, people giving me the cred and I appreciate that. Well, uh, yeah, he he he's shown bits and pieces that he has tools. It's just 
when you talk about winning games, you need the consistency. And I mean, it was a great team win. Obviously, he held it down uh, down the stretch in that final minute. But like what Paolo was able to do in that third quarter, kind of isolating, hitting real tough shots, kind of like he hadn't gotten going yet, and he put it into his own hands and said, I'm going to get us over this hump to sort of get back in the game. And you look up, and it's like, what? They got in single digits. They're playing hard. The crowd's into it. Come on, Harris, making some plays here yeah. and there. RJ knocking down a couple big threes. Really played as a team, and you could see them feeding off the crowd, and it was like, this is a fun atmosphere. I'm I'm glad I showed up tonight. Yeah, it definitely was. And you're right about Paolo. You know, that that's what star players do, and I feel comfortable calling him that because he's played like it in oh, almost yeah. pretty much every game he's played in in the NBA so far. He's playing at an all-star level. We'll see if he can keep it up. But right now, he's playing like an all-star, and that's what the that's what the great ones do. Is you can have a bad couple quarters, and then and then all of a sudden you turn it on and, and you look up and you're like, wait, how did he score twenty tonight? Right. And that was kind of his game. I think he only had four points at the half. Well, he was he finished last night with twenty two. He wasn't even really aggressive. I think he was trying to sort of oversee what was going on. He had like three assists. He had like four boards around halftime. Believe me, I know these things. I've been on props. <laughs> <laughs> he also had Draymond Green on him, which yeah. doesn't make life easy. Well, so he had to adjust to that. He was getting buckets on Draymond in that third quarter. In fact, I mean, I don't know if we'll get to it in this segment, but we have a bit of audio from Draymond just speaking so highly of Paolo. Like if Draymond respects your game, yeah, you're the man. Because yeah, he actually, give out those uh, positive notes very often. No, I think I think we should. I think we should get that out there uh, right now because it it was it is one of those things that it if you're a Magic fan, if you believe in Paolo like everybody else does, nothing confirms that belief more than these words after the game from Draymond Green. One hundred percent agree with him being number one pick. Uh, I mean he. You know, Seattle kid, that those guys breathe basketball. And, um, you know, Paolo's a special guy. He hit some tough shots tonight. and But, you know, that's why he was the number one pick. He's going to make some tough ones, and you have to live with those. But um, I really love uh, his demeanor. And that team hasn't won many games. Uh, I think that was their second win of the season. But they are competing. And if you're watching these games – they're not getting blown out anymore. They're right there, and they're, and they're learning how to win. And if I'm being honest, I think his demeanor and who he is has a lot to do with that, um, has a lot to do with the mindset change. And obviously, you have to give a lot of credit to uh, Jawan Mosley, who's uh, leading the charge over there from the head coaching position. But uh, Paolo and his demeanor and, and his love for the game, you can see it through other guys. I think um, – that probably was the, and by the way, we've struggled in this building, as you know. I think that was the most confident I've ever seen in an Orlando Magic team, at least that I can remember for the last six or seven years. And like I said, I think that has a, and it's due in large part to Paolo's demeanor. Wow, that's high praise from future TNT analyst right? Draymond Green. Fresh off a loss. Yeah, he's breaking Fourth it down. Loss. He's breaking it down like it's. He should clip that and just put it on his podcast. Right, that was really good. So good, and and really, that's that's whether you're two and seven or n- not. That's kind of what Magic fans have to look forward to is that he's creating the culture and the buy-in. And I'd rather beat Golden State than have beaten OKC the other night. Like if I could choose the win, I'd like to beat them both. Sure, but I'd I'm rather get you. this kind of win. 
Definitely, because this win feels like five. I'm actually yeah. upset that the magic record isn't six and seven after last <laughs> night. Four, two, and one at home. And that's like rally around that. Game one of a seven game homestand. We're looking at, we were hoping four and three yesterday after a win like that. I mean, I don't want to get too greedy, but yeah. hey, run run off some wins. Two and, two and one at home, three and oh ATS. They're three and oh against the spread at home. So yeah. they played, and the, and the, that loss was to Boston. But the point in me saying that is that even their lone loss at the Amway Center was, was a tight game against a team that represented the East in the NBA Finals last year. So what is the, the rest of this homestand? All of a sudden, Tazi, like we were over here like, man, if they could go four and three, we're going to do a backflip. Right. You know, my expectations may have changed. Still four and three, I wouldn't be upset about. That would mean they're taking care of business of who they should, and they got. We're saying they need to steal one against one of these teams they're not supposed to beat. Well, they already did that. Can we check on that? Well, yeah, but now I expect to win on Saturday. You know, gotta beat the Kings. I think you kind of do, and then the Rockets. So you could start the you could start the homestand three and zero in theory, in theory, and then at that point you just need to steal two from. Dallas, they were in Phoenix. that Dallas game too on the road. Yeah, Dallas, Phoenix, Charlotte, Minnesota, still two, and then the Magic would go five and two on the homestand. That's my new prediction: five and two for the Magic on the homestand after that game last night. I'm still down with four and three. I would love something even better than that, but uh, yeah, just I'm trying to raise the level here. I'm changing the culture, Tazi. Jalen Suggs has uh, got me real. Con- and now, if he can back up that sort of game he just played with another. Uh, performance that makes you be like, all right, something's something's going on because the front court is playing pretty well. We needed somebody in the back court to really step up and like cement their spot. And you know, I this is a free you know flowing team that's young and deals with injuries, so nothing's necessarily ever cemented besides the front court. But Jalen, I mean, that was the first game where it was like, okay, he's officially arrived. Best game, yeah, best game as a pro by far has to be right and against Steph. And the clutch making shots, like stat, good stat lines are one thing, but how he did it throughout the course of the game. So right. I thought he just played a really good overall game, and then what he did in the final minute elevated it. Absolutely, and where you see stat lines can be not misleading, but just don't tell the whole story. Right. Jalen Suggs was two of six from three point range. Okay, but the two threes that mm. he hit were beyond clutch. Mm. They weren't just two threes. They were two threes in the final 90 seconds against the Golden State Warriors who were scrapping, clawing, and trying to win this basketball game. Those were huge, huge three-point shots. I was, like, laughing after them. You know, they were, like, such big shots. I was so proud. It was like, you know, here's this player that I swore was going to change the franchise, and it's been a bumpy road, but here he is. I'm here for his coming-of-age moment. It was like a night I'll never forget. And, of course, got to build off this. Yeah. Let's enjoy that while we got it, man. We're getting greedy over here because we already we're already completely done with our assessment on Paolo in a very positive way. Yeah. We're good. No, I know exactly what the Magic have in Paolo. I I think I know what the Magic have in Franz. Solid player who can be part of a winning team. Good complimentary guy. If Suggs becomes the next guy, where you go, oh, definitely have a guy in that. I'm over the moon. If that's what this season becomes, whatever the record is, if at the end of the year you go, you have three. You have three pillars. Yeah. And those are the guys, 
I'm all in on that. Need, needed a guard to to become that guy that's responsible and can take big shots and can lock you down, or maybe not lock you down, but get some big steals, raise havoc, become part of the identity. Yeah. And, and they did that all without my guy, Bull Bull, really having a big game. He only played like 15 big minutes. Game. And he wasn't even there. Was he, did he play last night? Yeah, he started. <laughs> yeah, He got a couple boards early, and I went like one for two from the field again. What did you say on, on Wednesday? He's perfect. He, he does nothing wrong. He's never done anything wrong. And he still didn't do anything wrong. He just couldn't really get into the flow and... You know, credit to Coach Mose for yeah. riding the hot hand. Chumo KK had an amazing first half. R.J. Hampton sprinkled in nicely, and I honestly, I'm 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 not only president of the Bull Bull fan club. I'm president of the Kavon Harris. Wow, it's fan a bu- club. it's busy life being Mike Tazi <laughs> I mean, over Ka- there. Kavon Harris is a major glue guy. He's physical. He plays bigger than he is. Those are the type of guys that need to blend this young group of Magic players together. He's a bell ringer. Bell ringer. He's a the bell max. ringer. All right, Mike Tazi's going to uh, – I have a feeling Tazi's going to ask Coach Mose about Jalen Suggs and if he's become the fixture at point guard mm. for the Orlando Magic. That coming up less than 20 minutes away. Up next, sneaky storylines in the NFL for Week 9 after this.